Curiosity. What are you so curious about? Everything. Mr. Curiosity. All righty, folks. Mr. Curiosity here, uh, Joe Snedeker. And oh, my dog just busted through my door here in my home office. <laughs> Hi, Jet. Hi, Jet. All right. This this week's guest, um, I'm so curious about. And I'm not just saying this. This is, well, all these podcasts I'm curious about. And don't call it a junkyard. It's Harry's, you'll, you pull it. And we got Tracy. And now do I call you Joseph or Joe? Why does it say Joseph? Joe, Joe is fine. I figured because... When I saw that Tracy sent me the note and it said, Joseph, I'm like, I don't know if I want to talk to this guy. Nah, I'm, I'm just your average. I'm your average Joe, the non-junk guy. I'm a recycling guy. Yeah, what's but the, Joe, do you know those? Name? What's do, you know any, do you know any Joes who like to be called Joseph? Already I'm turned off when they say that. I'm like, oh. Nah, I don't. You know, you know I, like, stop it. Just, nah. <laughs> well, you know, they, they, if, they, if they say Joseph right away, they're tacking on another 10% on the <laughs> You know how that goes. Yes. Get Mr. Cress another uh, beverage. That's another, you know what I mean? All right. So I'll call you guys the Cress duo here. Here we go. All right. Oh, boy. (laughs) This is going to be good. And and you promised, Joe, no foul language, right? Oh, you better watch yourself. Now, uh, is that George Carlin's rule or (laughs) that's WNEP's rule, not mine? (laughs) (laughs) Can you get me? Can you tell me the list? Can you verbally tell me what not to say, Joe? No, I hope. Or is it Joseph? No, it's Joe. It's Joe. And I'm hoping because it's Earth Week time, it's Earth um, Day coming up, that that we can can somehow tie this all into recycling. There's good news here, but I want to tell you how I first was interested in you. Um, Your commercials back 10, 20 years ago. Right. (laughs) Where um, I'm thinking this has got to be a cool guy, whoever's doing this. You used to have. What appeared to me in my memory as a bikini-clad woman on a car going, any part, 99, what was it, dollars or cents? Yeah, I no, know. it was 99 cents for any part. <laughs> the kicker to that was the admission fee to get in. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so if we and it was pretty cheap at the time because it was actually only $20 to get in. That's funny. But what, let's, so let's go back. That's 20 years ago, right? Uh, nine, yeah, ninety-nine. Yeah, let's go even. Was farther, year ninety-nine? Let's go even farther back to the beginning of this business that you now have called Harry's. You pull it. So, how, how does all this start? What What's the deal? Well, my great grandfather, my grandfather started out probably. I would say the mid twenties, nineteen twenty-five, six, seven. I don't know. I don't know the exact date. Right, right. They had a towing and a repair service. Okay, towing and repair service. Uh, and this is a turn of the century, so there's not a lot of vehicles around. I was going to say there's not much. So as, as they repair, and then they had like they did fleet stuff, like with Strowman's Bakery, whatever was back then. Back then, I, I don't know, right? Because it was uh, you know I'm fourth generation, so this is first and second generation, and their names are all Joe Josephs and Harrys. So everybody's Joseph and Harry, and our and our and I basically in our family. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So they started out with that. So they gathered cars and then all of a sudden uh, they're out of room for cars because now we're that little block that they were using. Um, they bought 200 acres on the western part of uh, Hazleton, which is West Hazleton, Hazel Township. Now, I believe it might have been Hazel Township then. I, I really don't know. Right, right. I'm yeah, a little younger. <laughs> a little younger. You're a lot younger than that. Anyway, so then they started the yard. It was Crest Auto Wreckers. But back then, so the same lot that you're on now, because I have to admit, I've never been to your place. I've seen the commercials and it just mm. looks so interesting. And it seemed like an interesting guy in business that you're at the same place as all this started. Uh, that's our main location. Now we have other locations. Gotcha. So. But but the main location is still right. there. Right. And that's 200 acres. Yikes. Now we're using, we're using a majority of a hundred acres there. We've just recently put a shredder in probably in the last five years, but we've, you know, we've expanded to, uh, uh, you know, to Allentown, Pennsburg, where we started a, a place for purchasing vehicles in Plains, PA. So this uh, guy, this guy, your, did you say your great grandfather or your grandfather? Well, my great grandfather, his name was Joseph Harry Chris. And where did he come from? 
I, I, I'm assuming, I don't even know. I think Germany. Oh yeah. Yeah. My mother's Italian and Greek. So, uh, it's most mostly German and I believe a little English. I bet he had to be cracking some coal here in Northeastern central. Uh, well, that, that's when coal was king. So everything was like, you know, the populations of all these communities back then were like, you know, probably double or triple the amount. Right. I mean, just look at Scranton. I think at one time that was the third largest city, I think, wasn't it? In the state. You got me, brother. You got me. Oh, what, trouble, what troubles me is now my grandfather was a coal miner and yeah. he was just a coal miner. And now right. your great grandparents and grandparents, how do you bust out and say, I'm going to start this business? Why does this happen? And now you have this big enterprise. Well, he started in a towing and a repair business. So then they gathered all these cars and they started an auto parts business. Used auto parts. And this is so back in the 30s, 40s, 50s? I mean, there's not uh, many- They started in uh, when they bought the property, probably, I'd say, in the late 20s. Yikes. Late 20s. Uh, they started that and they, uh, you know, they had all this property. I mean, uh, there was, uh, they bought this, they had this little, little uh, office that's probably, I don't know what the size, like 10 by 20. Yeah. They, it up to almost, they almost used it up to the early 60s, believe it or not. Right. So with that being said, they, uh, they these guys auto ports. Did they make tons of money? Were they like big shots in the area or walking around? Know, well, well, because everybody was, it was known as, hey, you want to get a part going on a Cressy's. Oh, I see. It wasn't Cress, it was Cressy's. Cressy's. So, you know, that's what they call it, you know. Yeah. So, uh, again, with that being said, I mean, uh, that that's uh, the people came in. And, and believe it, back in the day, people did pull their own ports off. Now it's just a complete different you know, it's, it's a complete different structured thing, but it's basically they did it back then. Everybody knew where their favorite car was. And now we didn't just have the major three companies, you know, forget about foreign cars. You had different other makes and models back then. Yeah. I had a Hubmobile. Uh, I don't, I don't Nash. Yep. You know, stuff like that. So uh, people would come and pull their own parts off. I mean, you know, they take their own parts off and then come down and pay for it. Any part, just 99 cents. Well, I now we're getting, we're getting further into the... Uh, well, wait, I know. Now. You see, I, I know what the, the double meaning there is. But but anyway, it caught my attention. Let's go to... I imagine you look like you were born in the 60s like me. Am I correct? Uh, yes. All right. So... <laughs> I was born in the 60s. Yes, you're absolutely right. <laughs> So, so if you could tell me when you landed on the moon, I was born and then I uh, started in the business. I'm judging you by your gorgeous wife, maybe. Okay. So maybe a little bit before, I don't know, whatever. But anyway, so, so when you enter the scene and you're a kid and you're five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years old, I guess what I'm asking, was this a part of your world? Yes. I was born in 1955. I'm going to reveal that because a lot of women want to. Okay. I love it. All right. Of course my wife. So, you know, anyway, uh, she's a lot younger. Uh, she's my age. <laughs> yeah. Sure. She's my age. You know what I mean? okay. I'm glad we're getting this out. I'm glad so, we're, getting, see, we're, we're airing it all out. For, she looks good for her age, doesn't she? I'm actually 10 years older than him. I have a really good plastic surgeon. <laughs> maybe you have. Me, I know. I know. Or Sounds maybe you have the, um, the, the zoom filter on, maybe that's what's uh, <laughs> yeah. smoothing everything out. Right. So no, but, but I'm guessing what, what I'm saying is, so you, you mentioned your great grandfather and then his son does this and then his son then does this. And that's your well, father. Well, let me and start with my great grandfather. All right. Uh, he had girls and he had my grandfather, which was in business with him. Right. Uh, his name was Harry Alvin Chris. Okay. Okay. He has two sons. He has two sons, which is uh, uh, Joseph and Harry, but they were called Buddy and Sonny. They had nicknames. Are you, is this going to be confusing here? It is. Look, look at I'm taking notes. I'm taking notes. You're not taking notes. You have to take this. You're not going to be able to take enough notes. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, they were all in the business. My, my grandfather, I believe, was very instrumental of doing more of the parts business. Now, they had groves that they rented out. Uh, amongst this property that they have uh, to, to uh, take care of different events, whether it was PPNL at the time right. and the uh, Transfiguration Church. And believe it or not, we also had Barnum and Bailey there unloading the trains and they had a big, big circus there. 
all on this property, all on this property where the salvage yard was. Yes, yes, yes. You see, guy, you guys, this is a family of big shots. I don't know. What are you, what are you talking about, big shots? <laughs> I told like you I was the average Joe, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm you're making that biking part. around the town. You know what I mean? No. I'm coming to see you this summer. I'm coming to Hazleton. So watch. You have to look today. at this shredder. This is fantastic. Well, we'll get to that. So, so, but, but then it's, I just, my amazement is this very rarely do businesses go from great grandfather to his son, to his son, to his son, somewhere along the line, something happens, fragmentation, as they say, the first generation starts a business, the second one raises it up to its peak. And then the third runs it into the ground, but yours just keeps going. This is four generations strong. There's something there. Right. And I, I have a younger cousin, Harry. Right. which is so instrumental in his business. He runs the day-to-day operation. You sit and back he, and count the money. Uh, <laughs> Tracy, I'm getting him. My goal, Tracy. <laughs> we, uh, we, we did get our taxes in on time on the 18th, so you know. I think no. so. No, I'm trying to figure out how you get involved in this and like what you're up well, I just, I just here, Here's what happened. I, I grew up in the in business. I started driving at the yard. At a young age of seven years old. Forklifts. Uh, no, no, no. Just cars. Okay. <laughs> just cars because we didn't have the we didn't have all that big shot equipment that, you know, now yeah. we do. Okay. Anyway, um, and I had blocks on it, pedals that I could drive, and I sat on some whatever I'd sat to elevate myself up. Kids love and cars. And I started driving a tow truck in the yard, in the yard tow truck, which was a piece of crap. Right. At 11 years old and I just grew up in it, and I love it and I still love it till today you know so we you know you you I, I don't know I just I the, you know I, I was more of a mentor from my my grandfather now this was Harry Alvin Crest right uh my parents were young when they had me my dad was only my mom and dad were 17 so I basically grew up in my grandparents home which was right next door to each other oh, and it's I only see. 10 blocks away from the yard well, see, this makes the story even more interesting. Were your parents, were your dad, I guess, especially, was he the, took it over from his father or no? Yes, as he, there, he, was, he there was, there was, there was, it was my dad and right. it was his brother. There were four years difference. He had a younger brother, uh, Harry, which is, his nick, again, his nickname was Sonny. Too many Harrys here. Well, I'm just telling you. I can't follow. The fifth generation is called, my daughter's named Joey. So, I mean, what do you want me to tell you here? She's working at planes. But, but when you're 9, 10, 11 years old or in high school, middle school, do you, your dad's running this business, I imagine? that or My dad apart- and my uncle. Were. Yeah. Okay. And then did you think to yourself, this is it. I guess I'm doing this. Or like a lot of sons of, of business fathers, they think, nah, it's not for me. I'm going somewhere else. You never thought no, that? No, not, not at all. Not at all. No, no. I still, I enjoy it. I mean, it's. Again, as I told you before, my cousin's running the place, so he, you know, he has the, you know, he has the swollen head at the end of the day. All right. And uh, I try and help out as much as I can. I'm still instrumental to some point. I don't know. What if he was here? No. What he would say? He would say, "You don't do anything." I bet. I would definitely. I'll get him on the phone if you want to. You know, he's very sick. Oh, he's doing a podcast. I should be doing this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Tracy, no, he, he's stuff. really fantastic at running the run of the operation. And that's why we expanded into Shredder, which was a, you know, that was a quite a few, that was a big, big move. You know what I mean? Uh, not only money wise, but it took our business from in the recycling, being it's Earth Week, and I know it's Friday's Earth Day. I guess we're, this is going to be Monday. Or the Monday, so Earth Day would be past 10. Oh, yeah. Yes, anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, we take a car now. We're to a proper. We're like. Wait, a wait don't say that yet. I want to get to that. I'm sorry, we can't do that yet. We got to have an arc. Well, I want to. I want to get, get to that part. I'm still right, wondering right. about the rise of the business, if you don't mind. So, so in the 70s and 80s, if I yeah. were to be taken back in time and look at the establishment right. then versus now, was mm-hmm. it still minimal? It was that one plot, maybe a few hundred cars, that kind of thing, or was it big no, all they, along? They, since had a, they had a fairly. They had a very good business back in the 70s and the 80s. You know, there were. We had a lot of late model auto parts. Uh, we had dismantlers, um, and then uh, I think I think the time when we when we computerized our full service yard, and I was traveling around all over the place. 
uh, to Florida, California, stuff like that. My mother lived in California at the time. My parents had divorced in 71. Okay. And, uh, you know, I saw what was going on. Now, it was hard to sell that to my, you know, my grandfather, my dad, and my uncle, because, you know, they remember changing my diapers. They're going like, what does this guy know? What you know? is this guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah What does yeah. this guy know? I'm like, I don't know. I, I love the place. But you wanted to modernize it a little bit, you're saying. Well, then we, we computerized. I, I, unfortunately, my, my, uh, oh, my lovely uncle that I worked <laughs> along for 25 years, he had passed at, at a young age. Okay. Cancer. And my grandfather passed a year later. This is in the late eighties. Okay. So then we computerized our full service yard. Um, so that's when your role in your cousin yeah, that's takes over. The, that's when we did the computerization and racking and all that full dismantling and, you know, computerization stuff. And then I was looking at all these cars that we had. So I'm looking at this going like, we don't need to inventory at that time. You could buy a car for 50 or $75, right? Which is a little different now. <laughs> anyway, uh, I said to my dad, I said, I said, I said to my size, I'm not going to computer. I'm not going to, I'm not going to inventory this car that we might sell a tail like that. Everybody else has about 20 of them. So we were just concentrating on the late model vehicles. So I said to my dad, I, and I went down to, Florida at the time to look at somebody's racking where I was doing a comp, uh, doing a comparison in the racking of the parts. Right. Because you're taking car parts off. Now, if you buy it at a, at, a, at a new car store, a new parts store, it comes in a box. When you take it off the car, yeah, I don't put it back in a box. So the racking had to work with the computerization and the barcoding and all this other stuff. Right. Again, we're getting back to this. This the, the you pull the you pull part was my second thought, and I called like my dad said, "God, well, go ahead and do that." He <laughs> said, "But I don't want anything to do with that." I said, "Well, fine." I said, but "Wait, well, but you're uh, losing me a little bit." So when you say two things, when you're saying racking, you're saying parts on racks on shelves, right? Right. Part, but it's hard motors, to connect. transmissions, alternate anything of a car part, doors, fenders, front ends. But if if I were to show up at what is now here as you pull it, say in the seventies, even early eighties. And I had a, a 79 f- uh, Dodge dart and it needed a fender. You right. guys would say, all right, get out in the yard and look for it. You're saying, right. That kind of well, thing. We, we had at that point, we had dismantlers and we knew what we, we, we didn't know what we had because in, in, in 91, well, maybe what, what year were you talking about? I was saying into the seventies and early eighties, you'd be like, get out in the yard and go look for your part. Well, we would have somebody assist you because what we had is we had older cars, and then you have cars that you have later model parts off, later later model uh, car parts, and you couldn't let the public in because what would happen was as they were going past this Camaro or whatever Firebird or right. Mustang, oh they're they would, stealing you know, stuff. They, they would tear the mirror off a three hundred dollar yeah, door, so want to give see. you ten dollars for the part and ruin a three hundred dollar door. <laughs> so that, that we couldn't leave the public in at that point. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. Because I have memories of going to, don't be offended, a salvage yard or a junkyard yeah. and doing that. And I was probably 16 years old and it was the early 80s. And I was just ripping parts off of cars yeah, but with no meantime, supervision. But again, you, you probably was probably the, the product that they had in that particular yard was all like older cars. Yeah, you're talking right? you were more sophisticated. The older cars. So with, again, we couldn't do that. So when we change things around to getting back to your cataloging, your labeling, you're you know, putting like, everything well, in show. We shelves. lost two very important people in our lives. All right. So I told my dad and I was down at the Kofer brothers at a U-Pullet yard in uh, the west of the uh, Gulf side of the Florida. Okay. So I asked Ronnie Kofer, I said, what does this take? I'm looking at this U-Pullet yard, and I have no interest in this at all. So now, why then? Were they cutting edge or something? Were like they well, known? It was, it, was down, it was down. It was down in Florida, and I'm I'm going like, what is this U-Pullet? What is all this? What is what happens yeah, here? Yeah. Now I'm not there for that mission. Right. I'm there for something else. So I just said, uh, I said to Ronnie, I said, how does this work? And I said, what what makes a U-Pullet work? He said, you need population. And you need weather, which we had 
We don't have that. You're a weatherman. This is all related to weather. See, that, that's what so brings wet, us together. Right. The wet. So I said to my dad, I said, well, how about if we do this with these older cars? We'll just make it a cash and care. Boy, he said, I love that. Set it up. <laughs> anyway, so I just spent two years of my life doing all this other stuff. I mean, besides doing my job. Uh, so we, we, you know, we did the uh, cash and carry, as I told him. So we sat down. And I said, we're going to have to name this. So I said, we named, we named it. We sat in his, in his, in his uh, bar in his basement. We came up with a price sheet. We priced everything out. And we said, well, what are we going to name this? I said, well, you know, the guys down south, they, the guys in the south, you know, uh, on the east coast. Right. They're called you pull it's on the east on the west coast, they're called pick a port. Oh pick your port. Yeah. I don't know why. It's the same thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I said, why don't we just name it after hit our my grandfather, his dad, and my uncle Sonny, which was also his name was Harry. So we named it after my grandfather and my uncle Sonny Harry. And you that, took the that's, name from Florida. That's where in, in July. 27th of 91, we opened Harry's You Pull It. No idea. You know, it took me about five months to organize it somewhat. And I had no idea what was going to go on. And when we opened up, we did, we did, I tell you, we did a lot of, uh, we did a lot of advertising and, and a lot of it came from, believe it or not, being we have the 1881 junction. Yeah. We get so many people from the five boroughs of New York and Northern Jersey. I never thought of that. To this day. Because you could drive down 80, make a left on 81 and get off at the whatever exit, the 924 or whatever. I don't know. And that that's how. So anyway, the long, getting I'm getting ahead of myself. No, I love this story. The day when we opened up the place, it was I'm looking at these people. Now, it was a dollar to get in. Yeah. And you had to sign a waiver, of course, you know, in case you get hurt. And you still have to sign a waiver. Now it's two dollars. Anyway, when he when he was, I'm like, I'm looking at these people. They're lined up from here to like, they're get like, out. They're like, I don't know. There's there's people. There's there's hundred people trying to get in. So immediate success. I had I the thing I I was completely taken off guard. What was like? How did I miss this? Yeah. How did I really miss this? You mean the opportunity? Why isn't anyone else doing? Was well, anyone else doing that at the time besides Florida? No, no get no, out of here! Really? No. Not, 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 not this way. No, that's excellent. So, so anyway, uh, getting back, I, I never told them about the weather population, but I knew we had the land, we had the inventory in Hazelton at the time. I don't know how many, maybe forty thousand people. So I'm thinking myself, oh my god, this is not. Gonna yeah, happen. I figured let let him do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then I saw that I'm like, holy shit. The holy <laughs> smally is that crazy is that way to order? stop him? So do you mean? So do you mean to tell I'm me? I'm not going to use bodacious, so you know. There you go, Rob Ray. <laughs> but when you say you needed weather and population, you mean the fact that six months of the year here the weather is uh, sucks to say plainly well, that it wouldn't work because no one's going to come to a salvage well, that's, yard. That's in cold what the weather. guy in Florida told. Oh, I see. I never told my dad that. Oh. I'm not going to tell him that. And did people come during the off season, like in December? It and was Jan- packed. It was packed, packed, packed. <laughs> I mean, we had a snowstorm, I think in 94. Well, I don't know. You check your. The blizzard uh, of 93 was March. Yes. We were closed for two weeks. We had 300 calls a day when we were going to open up. They would still be wanting to come under two yeah, feet. So we hired all these bulldozers to come down to plow. Yeah. It was so big. <laughs> In the meantime, that's I think we have a massive flood because I think it uh, rained or yeah, well that was ninety six. No, it was in the nineties. It was here like ninety three or four. I don't know. Check your file. Right, but so but but you're saying nothing. You meteorologist back then? (laughs) Were Uh, you? I started in the early nineties. Yeah. Okay. We started at WDP in 93. Remember that storm of whatever year that was? Well, the blizzard was 92 and we did have flooding two or three years after that. I thought it was mid nineties, 96, but let's, maybe I don't know. Whatever. But, but so, so what was that price structure again? Help me understand this. You pay back then what to get in. Why was this it so was, appealing? It was still a dollar to get in. We're open seven days a week. Uh, we're only, we're now we're only closed to major holidays, seven holidays. So then you paid a dollar to get in all these people. And then what, what could they do with once they're in there? Well, you had a price sheet and then the cars were organized at that time. 
I, I can't recall. They were organized like a roll of Cadillacs, a roll of Buicks. Oh, I see. Okay. A roll of trucks, a roll of Fords. Right. So now it's just divided into five different things. So it's divided into five sections. We have uh, trucks. We have, excuse me, foreign cars. This is then? No, no. No, but then what, what was such a, the appeal for these people is what I'm saying. Because then. It was, you could buy a motor for $100. Okay, so that's what I'm missing. So you're saying you paid a dollar to get in there or no? Yes. Back yes. then with all these lines. Yeah. And then take what if I if I pulled a, a wheel off of a car and yeah. came to the counter yeah. and another guy has a carburetor and another guy right. has a mirror. I mean, I don't understand that you, you price structure it when you, when you're buying, when you, you had check it just out. Like when you, it, it's just like when you go in a restaurant, you had a price sheet. Oh, okay. So they saw this price sheet. There was 450 items on there. It took us a while. Oh, I got you. Price them all out. But you had it. So when you came down, this is the price for that. It was a steel wheel. It might have been five dollars. It was a woman wheel. It's probably ten then. And they were coming in, ripping these parts off with they, the, your assistance. They, they were lined up. They were smiling or handling money in, coming in the door <laughs> and smiling, going on. I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God, I can't believe this. But they were pulling their own parts at that time, correct? Yes. Yes. That yes. is nuts. They, so they're, come, they're standing in line with tool belts. They, they, they still are till today. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so then this thing grows. And then before you know it, you're on WNEP advertising any part, 99. It's that was just, nine, the year 99. So, yeah, know. <laughs> I know. I remember. I still have that woman in my mind forever. We had, we had pull-a-thons. All you can carry at Harry's. I mean, we've had. Pull-a-thons. Pull-a-thons. We used to have, we, I had all the Howard Stern's boys on. So what was that like? Oh, my God. That was crazy. And how did that? That's what I mean. How did that happen? Because I call them up and you hire them. It's a price for you pay it and they come. I mean, I don't know. It's like anything else. Who'd you have there? Did I you had, have, what, who we had? Fred the Elephant Boy yeah. and uh, I don't know, somebody. I don't know what their names were. I can't remember. <laughs> Fred the Elephant Man. I don't know. There was uh, Crackhead Bob. I yeah, think. Crackhead Bob. Bob. That's I can show all these people. You I do. They're a part of story. my past, too. I wanted you to say them, though. It's, I probably, in it's probably in their neighborhood. <laughs> So, so you, but that's an advertising genius move to say, we're going to get these guys from a guy's talk show who was yeah. bursting out across the nation. Yes. And they course. came there. Did you Stern show up? You get what you pay up? for. Yeah. You get what you pay for. That's simple as that. Did Howard Stern show up or no? He just sent no, his people. I, I can only imagine. What he could. These guys cost $2,500 an hour. Is that right? I mean, that was in that's probably like 90, 96, yeah. 7. I don't know. But yeah. that's, a, that's a risk right there. What's that? That's a risk to say, let's spend five, six, seven, ten grand. Well, on my dad was very flexible. He saw what was happening at that point. I mean, his baby was rolling. You know what I mean? Yeah, he saw it. Oh, I wonder if Baba Booey showed up. Did Baba Booey show up? I don't want to say on fire because we did have like a few fires. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to bring that up. If I saw your uh, lot back then, did it look like, and I know you hate the term, like just a junkyard or is it very well organized? Well, we had, we have the cars, we have them set, sectioned off. They're rolled up with a string. They're, they're sectioned in between each other. You know I mean? Just like being, being in a supermarket. It's like right. a supermarket of cars. Did you get static from anyone in the community? Like, okay. Course, too many, too many. Did. You know, everybody loves us. Oh, do they? That's excellent. No, he's sarcastic. Oh, was he? I thought he was. Well, hey, businesses are good for the community. I thought. Well, no, there's a lot. There is. Don't. Because you're helping people out to afford car parts. Yes. Yes. You get that part? You don't know. I mean, I don't want to say anything against some of my friends that have parts places and new car agencies and new parts, you know. But it's a salvage yard. You're buying a used part and. uh, And you're getting a heck of a deal. Let's say, yes. It's. Yes, yes. I mean, I eventually want to get to your shredder. I want to get to eBay. I want to get to your competition. That's all down the road here, but I'm trying to roll through time. So well, now it's now it, into this world. I, well, I just want to ask you about them. All right. Okay. So now we're into the 90s, 2000, mm-hmm. 2005. Things are still good growing because it seems like the whole you pull it thing started to end in the millennium past 2000, correct? Uh, well, not nice. No, they're still coming in and buying parts. So I don't even know what to tell you that during this uh, last COVID thing. I mean, you you know, with the uh, chain supply being being. Oh, tapped, yeah, that makes it uh, more desirable. Buying, you, you, can, you can't buy parts. I mean, so they're they're buying parts at our place. 
So through your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, you're the businessman there. You're your cousin, the family. You're running this place. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, you're making a living. You're raising kids. You're getting, marrying Tracy. All this is happening, correct? How do you know we're married? <laughs> <laughs> Look, those are our kids. It says, on the, <laughs> it says on the paper here, her last name. Uh, I love you know of a cheat sheet idol. <laughs> So, no, in Allentown, we opened up in 98. Oh, okay. So that's a big one. We opened up in 01. And uh, Plains, we we just opened in the last, uh, the beginning of of this year. Yeah, we're only purchasing there right now. It's not a U-Pullet yard, which we will turn into U-Pullet yard as we we move along. So, I noticed behind you, you have either you're a weird guy with someone else's kids or they're your kids in the background. So, are they into the business now, too? Are they... (laughs) Are they involved? Uh, Is this going to continue? The the larger girl in the picture. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And guess what her name is? It's it's uh, Joey. Correct. So you're paying attention. That's (laughs) what I like about you. He's paying attention. I told you. (laughs) So so but but to to go five six generations. I mean, let's face it. You and I are probably going to be dead in twenty thirty forty years. So who's going to take over? I, 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 my cousin Harry, he's uh, he's gonna die too someday. Maybe Cameron. You never know. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it'll be the fifth generation if they decide that they. I, I never pushed any of my kids to do what I, I said. Listen, please. But are they interested in it? I, 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 I think our, our youngest boy is. Yeah, I was gonna say um, it's tougher for a girl. No offense, Tracy. Right? It's not car parts. Yeah. Not that appealing. No, there's there's <laughs> a lot of uh, there's a lot of uh, women in our industry. Uh, we no, I had a lot of with female I, I, I never, I never, oh, we have a ton of female customers. I mean, uh, oh, it's just, uh, anyway, I, I really don't know. I never pushed them towards, in other okay. words, this is what dad does, come into business. Yeah, yeah you can't do that. That own. backfires. That backfires. You can't do I that. I have no idea. I just told them, I said, whatever you do in life, make sure that you enjoy what you do. Boom, boom, and boom. Then, and then the money comes to you. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. I don't know. It worked for me. It's working for you, right? I don't know. You I don't know what you're doing. The money comes in. You want to see the kids again? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> There's five of them back there, so you know. Oh, they look beautiful. Beautiful children. Yeah, could you so show you me, like... The, if you can see the picture better, I can tell you that's that's an interesting story all of its own. That was about how many years ago? About seven, nah, eight years. They were much younger then. So the oh. photographer could not get their photo. Nobody would smile Nobody would at smile. the same time. <laughs> So I went up to the photographer and I had just said, I said, listen, get this shot. So I got behind the photographer and I pulled my, I, he mooned them. I, I, did the, <laughs> I did the butt crack guy. I did the butt crack guy. And they're all like, if you could see this picture, I did the butt crack guy. And guess what? That's that picture right there. See, see, Joe, this is why I love you. This is why I knew this was going to be good. See, you're that kind of guy. There's no uptight or pretentiousness about you. I love it. I love no, it. No, it's, it's, <laughs> you get what you get. I don't, I don't know if that's a bargain or not. All right. So let's do this now. Let's say um, the average person, including me, knows very little about where their car goes when it dies. That's so the let's, point. That's yeah, so let's point. say I have a car. I happen to have a 2015 Acura and it has 120,000 miles on it. Right. I'm trying to trade it in. Someone else will put another hundred thousand on that car. Right. It'll be theirs until they wear it down to nothing and starting to rust. Then okay. what happens to all vehicles at the end of the end? You well, can no longer give it to are, a college kid or anything. It's done. We are, it's, it's called, we, we have done, we're involved with all our associations. One is parts, which is the Pennsylvania uh, auto recycling. We're, we're a certified auto recycler. Okay. So when the vehicle comes to us, it should come to us, first of all, because we do the right thing with the vehicle. We do a deep pollution uh, uh, system. We have a deep pollution system where it takes all the fluids out. You know, we, we take the uh, the used motor oil, at the antifreeze, uh, washer fluid, uh, gasoline, it's all taken out, and we use we use all those products to heat our buildings with the oil. Oh, interesting! Uh, we use brand new jugs where we put the, the used antifreeze in the, in the used washer fluid. The batteries, if they're if they're 
uh, we'll do a test on see, see if we can put life into them. Maybe they're maybe they're new, maybe they're old. Uh, we'll sell a used battery, <clears throat> test it, or if it's junk, it gets scrapped to a you know a proper a proper end user. It's it's almost like the gasoline goes in either in our trucks or goes to uh, it goes to our employees. I and that's a, filtered. Everything's filtered. I did a podcast a few weeks ago with a mortician. It's almost like you're the auto mortician. They're sucking bodily fluids out right. of a human. You're sucking the bodily fluids out of these cars, recycling right. what you can at the beginning. But how does it, I, I, what percentage of your cars are say cars from 20 years ago that are unusable or cars that were in a wreck that are still very usable? The, the cars that we usually get in are, are between, I would say between eight and 12 years old. Oh, in our cars are probably driven and they maybe are on our last lap. And, you right. know, you get that either people bring them in. We buy them. We buy a lot of towing businesses. We buy a lot of uh, off insurance companies through their services. Um, that's oh, what we get. We drive, people drive cars in. They junk their cars, you know. So if uh, my car the, were the in an accident is, today, if my car was in an accident today in total by the insurance company. Right. Then how do you get contacted? Well, they have a service. They'll they'll either they'll take it to two locations. And I don't know. You want me to mention our names? No, whatever. I mean, just so. And then you bid on you bid online on these vehicles. And if you're awarded the bid. Oh, your people do. Yeah, we we have people buying cars all the time. Oh, so they go to this kind of storing facility of all these cars. And then people like you come in and bid and say, I'll take that one for 500. I'll take that one for two grand. Right. Exactly. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Right. Right. So it we doesn't all them in. Then we, we do the, you know, we, we, have, we barcode all, we barcode the vehicles. One of our services we have now, we barcode the vehicle that we know that we have, let's say that 2015, whatever you're driving, that we have the vehicle and it's in row such and such in a foreign section. So you could go to the, I can't tell you what's on the vehicle because if somebody comes five minutes before that and takes the mirror or door or wheel or motor or whatever. Right. Uh, I can't tell you that I have it. I could tell you that I do have that. I, I do have the vehicle and we could also tell you the interchange. So maybe your car is uh, between 12 and 17, that the transmission might be the same. Right. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah. Or the, or the windshield or right. the whatever, whatever part that would be on that particular car. Well, that's interesting. So they don't have, they don't really have to come to my place. If I don't have it, then I don't have it. You know what I mean? Or we'll, we'll look at our other, our other three locations or other two locations besides the Hazleton or Hazel Township location. So, you know, it, it, it just helps them. What if it's someone cool. comes in like with a 1978 Ford Fairmont that grand, granny had, no yeah. one's really buying parts for that anymore. Do you just well, take the sheet metal? But see, eventually they become popular. Do you follow what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. Well, they really, because <laughs> like, no, they're, like, in other words, if you were a lot of people, uh, if you want to talk about some of my, I'm going to call them pirate type of uh, competitors. Okay. You know, they'll, they'll take the flu. I don't know if they take the flu. I don't know what they do with the cars, but they'll end up in going to shredder. I don't know if they're depolluted or not. I have no idea, but the car is completely taken out of the system. See, our cars are there. You could take, I use them as a parts, do- I call them a parts donor. So they're there for a certain amount of time. There's dates on them. When they're recycled, the fluids are taken out. There's dates on how long they're in the yard. And then they go to the shredder and they get shredded apart for the, for the metals. But how do you decide whether a car should be kept kind of intact or if you strip everything out, like the radio, the right fender, the bumper, mm-hmm. the mirror, how do you say, let's put all the parts out of this or let's keep it intact and sell it as bigger parts. You know what I mean? No, no, we, we set it, we, we set the vehicle, they're on wheel stands. So they're elevated. So you don't, you can't, one of the insurance regulations, insurance regulations there, like you can't bring this and you can't go in with open shoes. You can't go in with torches. You can't go in with, you know, <laughs> certain power tools. You can, you can't, you know, so it's all you're, you're, when you go to the yard, you take everything off. I don't do anything other than the cars there. It's like uh, the cars there. You could take what you want to take off the car and the car is there for a certain period of time. So when we look at it, you look at how many people came in the door. You look at how long the car was there. And let's say nobody took a part off it. That thing goes right out to the shredder. Oh. And gets shredded. 
I, I don't know yet. Thousands of people come in. The cars there for uh, most of our cars are there being that our Hazleton location has, uh, you know, thousands of cars because of the, the size. Right. We're in Allentown, we have, uh, we have 15 acres in Pennsburg. We have 20. They're only there maybe for 30 to 45 days, but they have a lot of people, there's a lot of population in there. So they come in and a car just, if you don't take any parts off it, it's gone. It's but gone. I thought, it's but I thought your people strip no, the no, parts, no, no. strip the parts and catalog them. No, no, no that's some- that. No, we close Crest. When my cousin came on board, he ran that for a while. Then I said to him, there's only two, there was only two of us. There's still only two of us. So I said, Harry, you need to come up here with us, uh, with me, and run this place because it's like, uh, you know, I we, see, we, have, I see. we have numerous amount of, uh, you know, managers, general managers, great, great employees. But, uh, you know, I'm not going to. Well, do, do, so is your place different than that well-known salvage yard that starts with a D in my area here in the Scranton area? Yes, do they catalog that. all their I know parts? the gentleman quite well. Do they catalog all their parts or they don't have a you pull they it? They do section? because they have a I, there, there's two different things here. I call the you pull it yard a self-service yard. Self-service, meaning yes. you take it off. I'm coming there with my tools. Now the men, the gentleman you mentioned, <laughs> he he has both. Oh, he has both. So he okay. does have something you can call him up and say, uh, do you have a part for that? And he does have a warehouse that he that we had prior. That he could tell you, yes, I have, and this is how much, and come back and the interesting vehicle. Yeah, but there's you are. A lot of, there's either one or the other anymore. You know, but you saying? are a big shot like him. No, <laughs> look at Tracy. I'm just mad. <laughs> no, no. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so, no, so I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm not, no, no. <laughs> He's not even going to say anything. All right. <laughs> No, and to be honest with you, he's a, he's a he's a quite a gentleman. When when he opened the place, he he did call me, and we we shared some information. Yeah, and it was nice. It was a very nice conversation, and they they do what they do, and we do what we do. Yeah, two totally different sections. And are you absolutely? Two- I mean, you know, they they uh, I, I don't know what they do up there. I'm not, you know, I, I know what. Yes, I. <laughs> <laughs> Take a drink. All right, we're almost done because I can tell you had enough of me. <laughs> No, it's not that. I mean, I don't want to. No, I'm not asking for negativity or positivity. I'm just wondering. No, it's not how... negativity. It's just no, what yeah, I'm trying yeah. to tell you. It's a, it's like uh, there are full service. There's places you could call and they could tell you what they have and they either deliver to you. Uh, I we did that. Go... We did that when we had the crest yard. The crest. Or you auto stand at the counter and then the guy goes and gets it and Correct, brings it yes. to the counter. Bring the part to you, or they deliver to your home anymore, or your garage, or. Your repair shop or or wherever you know. All right, are guys like me now cutting into your uh, lifestyle in the last 10, 20 years? Here's what happened in my car. I'm driving it, um, and I hit a two by four that was on the on the road, and mm-hmm. it must have come up underneath the right um, fender wheel well, and it ripped off that plastic lining that I didn't even know. Two weeks later, I'm driving the car. My wife's like, there's a funny noise in the front of the car. And that plastic liner in the front fender was going. So I look at it and I said, oh, gosh, I don't know anything about cars. I saw the plastic fender was ripped in half. So I go on eBay. Don't hate me. And I type in 2015 Acura fender uh, liner. $35. Next thing you know, it's at my house. I don't know where it came from. Nice and simple. And that cuts you guys out of the equation. How do you feel about that? I got a used liner for my wheel well from eBay. Is that hurting you? Here's the other part of our customer base. Okay. So we have many, many people coming in every day, regular customers, and that's what they do. They eBay parts. Right. So they'll know what's popular. They'll take it off. They'll pay me X amount of dollars and then eBay it for... A lot of other money. Oh, so they're you. So, whoa. It's not me. It's not me. It's them. Well, did you ever think of bypassing that? That part could have came from the yard, but you're not going to know that. I don't know that either. I I mean, I don't know that. Well, Tracy, why don't you make him start a whole online branch of the business and then he can sell that way? We did. We tried. We did. We we tried that. And it's, it's like. There's so many different things you can and can't do. So you, you try and keep it as simple as possible because you could start doing this, doing that. 
then you eliminate those people from coming as your customer oh, yeah, because yeah, you're yeah. doing it. <laughs> so now you're giving them, let's say, you know, when you give your dog a bone and there's no meat on it, yeah, they're not, he's not going to like you too much, is it? <laughs> What's your dog's name? Jet? Jet. <laughs> you know, Jet? Tracy, he knows an awful lot about me, Tracy. I think. I know. He, well, yeah. he watches you every morning. No, wait a minute. Not every morning. <laughs> yeah. God, I'll give Doug, his head's going to get swollen <laughs> Oh, really? It's going to get swollen after this. <laughs> I, don't, I forgot where we were now. No. Well, this is great, though. I feel like I have a new friend in uh, Hazleton and a big well, shot, too. I mean, come up. You can come up anytime. We'll show you what's going on. And I'm, I'm sure we'll do another. I don't know. We'll do another podcast. I'll get thrown off. I didn't use any foul language. No, this has been very informative. No foul language. If you take notes, if you so- talk to my friends, they're going to be very proud of me. <laughs> So to summarize, though, a car that's brought to your place that was in an accident or just old age, what percentage of it is recycled? I guess you can't do much with the the foam insulation or maybe the the vinyl. I mean, what right. That uh, I'll tell you the efficiency of the shredder. There's three items that come out of the shredder. There's Zorba, which is your better metal, like the aluminum. That's one of the reasons why we did this. The aluminum. There's so much aluminum in a car anymore. Like your wheels, your uh, you're right, yeah. Your alternators, your uh, brackets, everything underneath the hood, suspension parts are aluminum. There's a lot of aluminum. We weren't getting paid by uh, the people that we were dealing with. We weren't getting paid for that. We were getting paid for light iron. So now we have we have the, it's called Zorba. Then we have the frag, which is the metal. Then we I call it fluff, but it does it has a different name anymore. They You're right, though. I've heard about the fluff. I'd have to yeah. get Harry. Harry would have to do a whole segment about the shredder, which you're not going to get him on anyway. So <laughs> anyway, and that and what one thing nice about that, it, it it's so fine that they could they don't have to use it, they could use it as a topper on on a landfill instead of using it inside. Because it's really, I'm talking seats, glass. Oh, uh, they recycle uh, and do it all together, the fluff. Yeah, it's it's like they call, I mean, I call fluff and I, you know, I don't, the terminology is all different anymore, you know, in regards to that. Oh, that's interesting. I think they use that fluff stuff that's inside of car seats. I bought a MyPillow from that Mike guy, MyPillow yeah, guy, yeah. and I ripped it open and there was all shredded foam, like looked like from a car seat inside there. Well, that's because you probably bought a cheap pillow. That's what. <laughs> no, it was it was my pillow. The Michael You probably my. gave that to Jet, and then, oh, you probably gave that to your wife for like a Christmas present. Here, honey, you're on some glass and metal, and uh, you know. No, that's not true. She my wife and she has like uh, marks on her face. No, my wife loves me. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Who else is gonna love you? <laughs> Just your producer. How long are you on this station, by the way? I started there in 92, three. I, I'm oh, close. Yeah. And we have something in common. Next year is my 30th anniversary. That's that was part time. We have, uh, we're 31st. We 30th last year. 30, but 31st, come on, July 27th. Yep. How about the wedding anniversary? I bet you I got you beat. My 30th is coming up this summer. You definitely have a speed. Okay. <laughs> there, I got you, brother. Well, here's the deal. I mean, I, I believe in recycling, so you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> Tracy, <laughs> Tracy, don't. <laughs> don't put that on it, and I don't want that on you the air. Edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> How about if I bring my wife down to your place? Can I get a new one and bring her? Uh, bring her I don't know. <laughs> we, we did have that service at one time, but that's another show. <laughs> All right. Harry's, you pull it. Where could we, uh, anyone listening to this, here's your chance to uh, sell what you want. Give me your uh, web address or Facebook, anything you got. How do we find you? We're on uh, wegotused.com, um, all three locations. We have a new location in Plains where we're there for purchasing cars only. And that's on um, Street of Sounds. Second, <laughs> Second Street. <laughs> we just opened it. Second Avenue in Plains. It's Rear 131, uh, Second Avenue. Okay. Or just search Harry's You Pull It and you'll find all What's your- What's called uh, Harry's We Buy It. Yes. That's, that location is Harry's We Buy It because we only buy cars at that location. Can't gotcha. But to find out some information, I just searched Harry's You Pull It uh, in Hazleton and everything came up. So yes. I just saw everything. So yep. you we can find you guys everywhere. To come full circle, the woman who did that commercial, any part, 99 cents in a bikini, where is she now? Well, she has a couple kids. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think she lives in, I don't know where she lives. She lives. I believe she's like, no, she, no, Ashland. Ashland, Ashland yes. Okay. 
Yeah, Angel's around. She's around. Yeah. Angel, you made her famous. They were great. That, well, it was my dad's girlfriend at the time. It's <laughs> okay. I can see. I can see. I shouldn't I, have I mean, brought that was, up. Yeah, very. She's extremely. She's very nice. In fact, her mother works for us also. Joe, I'm sorry for bringing that up. But you know, I'm a guy and that was on my mind. Okay. That's, that's, that's the only thing that's on your mind. I know. No, it's not. It's not just the weather and all this. Uh, <laughs> what's that Wednesday show he has on? What was it? Wham Cam. Traps on today. Wham Cam. Wham Cam. Booby Traps. Really? Booby Traps. Yeah, the origin of the phrase Booby Trap. I yeah, oh my God. That. I'm thinking to myself, I, what, could I run with this one? <laughs> all I right. About Jonathan Winters, George Carlin, <laughs> Robin Williams. What would they say what a booby trap would be? So first of all, it's, it's a booby trap, not a booby trap. Yeah, and it's the bird, okay? It's the use of the I understand. I saw the end of the show. <laughs> all right. At Joe, that point, I'm not paying attention because I don't even know what the weather is. I, after I'm done with you, I don't even know what's the weather. It's not even all. <laughs> I said, well, you're listen, not here since 5 o'clock in the morning. I had on. I had trouble. Listen, this is called Mr. Curiosity, not pick on Joe Snedeker, okay? No, I think you're really serious, Joe. This is a give and take situation. You didn't answer my sheep question either, did you? Oh, so in the biography, it says I didn't I don't like to do things other people do. So I didn't follow the sheep. That's all that means. I'm, I'm not a sheep follower. I do my own thing. OK, that's what that's all about. You do, too. I could tell that's why you're the man you are. You think so? Yeah, I know it. I appreciate that. Joe. Yeah. So thanks for the time. I wish you guys continued thank you success. For having us on. And, and uh, I want to thank all my uh, all our employees and want to thank, you know, my family, my cousin, Harry, especially my wife. My lovely kids. And I'll tell you what, I really love our uh, customers. They are really great people. That's good to hear. They're and really you mean that too, people. I can tell. So, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's serious. They, they make the whole thing. They, they really make this whole deal. They don't even know there's a Harry that exists, so you know. <laughs> by the way, my name's Joseph Harry Chris, too. So, <laughs> but anyway, they, they don't even know. They, they love to come to the place, that, uh, you know. Well, you're you're a good man. You're they're, good they're, for the community and great, great customers. And uh, what you need to do is junk your car today. My 2015 Acura, cars, not your 15 car. Okay. People should go out there when and yell, "Junk your vehicle at Harry's! You pull it today because of Earth Week." And by the way, Earth Week is every, every day's uh, Earth Day to us. So, you and know. Harry's, I love it. Yeah, because you're recycling. You have and to get nothing rid of your goes vehicle. in the landfill. You have you're to get exactly rid of the right. vehicle. Yes. You have a junk car in your lot. It's the highest price it's ever paid right now. So please get rid of your cars. Perfect sell. I love Make it. Make sure you have the title. Though. We need the title. Too. Got it. <laughs> the title. Why yeah. don't you end this by making me laugh the same way you had the kids laugh? <laughs> right, no, 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 don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> uh, I'll do it. Are you kidding me? Tracy, a I'm a bit, it's a little bit larger now. So yeah. you know what I mean? Tracy, I'm afraid he would. I'm afraid he would have done that. He so yeah, we done it. I'm telling you right <laughs> oh, now. Yes, you got to be kidding me. I'm very proud. Absolutely. Of that. All right. Well, thanks, you guys. Okay. Thank, thank you. you. Curiosity. What are you so curious about? Everything, Mister Curiosity.